Welcome to Ashlyn's Apron Podcast, a holistic journey to healthier living. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm ready to guide you on the path to living your best life. As a registered dietitian, I absolutely love anything food, science, everyday living, and of course, finding joy in it all. I'm here to give you nutrition advice while also providing tips for your daily life. Join me as I help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Welcome back. I'm just going to go ahead and dive straight into this episode. This episode was a special request from one of my grandmothers with osteoporosis. She requested to have a podcast that features foods and recipes that improve symptoms and even prevent osteoporosis. So, in this episode, That's what I'm here to do. This is going to be a good one. I love sharing really what I've studied in my whole career. We call it in the dietetics world medical nutrition therapy, and it's really where we use food as medicine and using it to come alongside different conditions and diseases and to really help. People be the healthiest they can be through food. I want to encourage you to send in different questions about anything you have. My grandmother did this about osteoporosis. I'm happy to create podcast episodes that feature your questions and your specific interests. I love all of these sorts of topics and could talk about all of these forever. So I want to make sure that what you're listening to helps you to become the healthiest version of yourself. Just reach out to me through social media at Ashlyn's Apron on Instagram, or you can reach out via email through my website. And of course, my website link is in the show notes. Let's dive into our discussion on osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a condition in the bones that causes them to become brittle and weak and susceptible to fractures. Our bones, just like many of our organs, go through this regeneration process where the bones grow and replace bone matter that's been broken down. Osteoporosis is where the bones do not grow as fast as it's being broken down. So a lot more uh, breaking down than there is growing of the bones. And that's what leads to fractures. We primarily see these fractures occur in the spine, or in the hips, or even in the wrists, these very fragile and uh, fragile for the wrist, but even just more weight-bearing with the spine or the hips. There are many things that are contributing factors that we can prevent. If we don't have enough calcium or vitamin D, it could lead to osteoporosis. The risk of osteoporosis increases in postmenopausal women 
and could be a result of other hormonal changes. So sometimes we can't help the development of osteoporosis. So I want you to hear that the development of osteoporosis is not your fault. Hear that, please. You are in the perfect place to learn and to grow and to improve your symptoms. But for the few of you who have not crossed the line into osteoporosis, may this be an encouragement and an opportunity to help you prevent. Unfortunately, we often get to a place where we're diagnosed with osteoporosis before we can take those practical steps to preventing further development or lessening the side effects of osteoporosis. First, I want to start with prevention. Specifically, I am talking to women who have not reached menopause yet and even to young teenage girls. Since the primary people affected by osteoporosis are postmenopausal women, then that's why I'm specifically reaching out to younger women. But it can affect anyone and everyone, which is why it is beneficial to lay a foundation of prevention for anyone. Prevention starts now. And I dare say, unless you stir up the motivation within yourself to put in work to make yourself become the healthiest version of yourself, then it may not happen and we'd be having another discussion. I'm sure those listening with osteoporosis are screaming through their phones, start now, it's so worth it. If this is you, maybe even leaving a comment on my website would be a good thing. Encourage others who need that motivation. But then once I discuss prevention, I am going to speak specifically and directly to those who already have osteoporosis or are beginning that process. I want to first dive into a little bit of Nutrition 101. When I talk about setting a nutrition foundation, really the word that comes to mind is the word whole. Whole foods are those that are minimally processed. When foods go through more processing, they have more nutrients like those vitamins and minerals removed from the more whole version. So focus on foods like fresh or frozen fruits and vegetables, whole grains like whole grain pasta or rice, and lean meats like chicken or fish to get your protein content. Or you can get it from beans too. When I think about my plate, I think about a bullseye. Think with me on this. Imagine this bullseye has a large ring around the edge, a ring in the middle, and then of course the circle for the very center. There are different components to nutrition, and I believe by focusing and implementing this bullseye of nutrition, 
that you can hit the target of becoming the healthiest version of yourself. Now, again, imagine this bullseye. The components of the outside ring looks at the big picture of nutrition and building your plate. The large components are your macronutrients. Macro meaning big or large or those main components. The macronutrients are carbohydrates, protein, and fat. These three are needed for our body's fuel. We need carbs for brain fuel, protein for DNA expression and regeneration, and fat for energy storage, and even some fats are so helpful for our heart. With each of our meals, we should have these three components. It's very important for us to have all three in our bodies. I think a lot of times it's easy for us to just have one component, specifically in snacks and even in your snacks. I want you to have all three, carbohydrates, protein, and your fat. For example, with your snacks, you might decide that you want an apple as a snack. And that's great. That's a great choice for a snack. But an apple is just a carb. That's not bad. Carbs are not bad. And I'm sure that if this is all you have, by golly, just eat the apple. It will be perfectly fine. But if you're able to add nuts with it or nut butter, or if you don't do nuts, you could add some slices of cheese or something. In this way, you are adding in forms of protein and fat. And by having all three, you will be satisfied for longer and you're also getting other body benefits like brain fuel and good heart health. Okay, so that's the large outside ring of the bullseye, bringing in the carbs, protein, and fat in each of your meals and snacks. The inside ring, or the one in the middle, also has three more components. This dives into how to build your plate. So we already know that we need carbs, protein, and fat, but this pattern is similar to the my plate method. I want you to build half of your plate with non-starchy vegetables. This can be things like carrots, Broccoli, salad, peppers, onions, squash, etc. One fourth of your plate should be filled with lean proteins. Like I mentioned earlier, lean proteins are things like chicken, fish, which could be like salmon or tilapia, and preferably this is baked or grilled or sauteed, not necessarily fried. But even every now and then, you can include red meats too. Beans are also considered a protein, but they do contain carbs, which brings me to my next section. Your last fourth of the plate should have carbs. So again, to clarify, half of the plate is non-starchy vegetables, 
a fourth of your plate is protein and a fourth of your plate contains carbs or starches. These carbs could be things like beans, corn, potatoes, whether that's sweet or your regular potatoes, breads, such as rolls, cornbread, tortillas, and pasta, and the list could go on. And just to reiterate, these carbs are necessary. I see so many people who want to avoid carbs, but they are needed for our brain's fuel. I cannot say this enough. But again, they should be in a fourth of your plate, so it is important to look at that portion size. I have seen amazing results in patients that build their plate in this way. Now, we have the outside bullseye as protein, carb, and fat, and the inside bullseye as non-starchy veggies, protein, and starches, which, to be honest, is basically the same. So, This is good that we need to incorporate all of this into our nutrition patterns. You're just practically adding in some veggies as well and adding in those heart-healthy fats to your basic protein and carbs. Heart-healthy fat could look like sautéing vegetables in olive oil or adding a balsamic vinaigrette as a salad dressing, or even avocado as your salad topper. It doesn't even need to be directly added onto the vegetables because it could, that fat could be found from a dip that you used or that you made for the meat to dip in. The final center of our bullseye is our micronutrients. So if you're hitting the very center, it's micronutrients. We talked about macronutrients or those three large components of our foods. So micronutrients are just smaller components. We need these in smaller amounts, but we still do need them. These are our vitamins and minerals like vitamin C, vitamin A, iron, magnesium, etc. And I really don't want you to stress about this. The only thing I want you to focus on with this is adding in a variety of foods that already fit into the pattern that we've discussed of building your plate. Make your plate colorful. In that way, you'll already be adding in various vitamins and minerals. And by focusing on each of these components in our nutrition target, we are able to become the healthiest version of ourselves, while also preventing osteoporosis. None of these are more important than another. Yes, the micronutrients are that center target, and typically that's the goal of reaching the bullseye, but really, none of, all of these work together. There's not one that's more important than the other. I can dive into this in another episode, just simply diving into our Nutrition 101. I think this could even be enough to fill a whole episode with 
examples and walking through our plates, but I really hope that this gives you a good foundation for how to approach nutrition in your own life. You know that I love nutrition. I'm a dietitian, so I get to talk. Uh, But there are other health practices that can be implemented to help prevent initial onset of osteoporosis. Because osteoporosis affects the bones, it's important to build muscle around the bones to have the support for walking and throwing things and even just other daily functions. This could look like going to the gym and lifting weights or being involved in an exercise class that features resistance training or even using weighted things at home like canned goods or water jugs. My mom and I emptied milk cartons and filled them with water when we were at home during the COVID lockdown, and that's what we used for our weights. We even had the gallon and the half gallon to give some variation to our weight size. Resistance bands are a really easy way to incorporate strength because you don't have to even be all that mobile to use the resistance bands and grow muscle. And I know many of you are here because you want to naturally solve issues you may have with osteoporosis, but to put it all out on the table, you can use medicine to slow progression or prevent side effects of osteoporosis. Sometimes it's not instead of, but it's medication with nutrition and fitness. Now, if we aren't incorporating these eating and exercise patterns into our everyday life, then we could develop osteoporosis. Again, sometimes we can do all the right things, but we still may develop it. And it's an especially higher chance with women who are postmenopausal. These tips can help prevent, but if you do develop osteoporosis, these things, the basic nutrition, can also help stop continued progression of the disease. Really, this nutrition 101, thinking about that nutrition bullseye, is the number one piece of advice that I would give to those who already have osteoporosis. I would also make more of an emphasis on protein, vitamin D, and calcium. Protein is often lacking in the average aging woman, and since they are the ones who are more impacted by osteoporosis or more at risk, we can see that there's a connection there. Protein, especially after exercising and using muscle-building exercises, helps with the rebuilding process of muscles. Vitamin D and calcium are components in our bones that are needed for their strength. You can find these in fortified milk, fortified orange juice, cheeses, yogurt, salmon, and sometimes the salmon 
is with the bones because you're getting the calcium with the bones. So if that's not up your alley, uh, definitely use caution with that. But greens, you can get it from kale, okra, broccoli, etc. It's that time. Time for our local loves and favorite finds segment to finish out the episode. This week, my local love is a local coffee shop in Water Valley, Mississippi called Magnolia Coffee Company. I went down there this weekend, as I'm now recording, to visit grandparents and to go down there for their annual watermelon festival. It is so fun. Everyone celebrates with wearing their watermelon attire, walking around the arts and crafts fair, and sharing local foods through their local food trucks. Magnolia Coffee had a coffee truck, but they also have the cutest storefront. It had a covered sitting area outside that gave a European vibe. Since it was so hot outside for the festival, we decided to get one of their specials called the Watermelon Sugar. It's an iced tea with a hint of sweet watermelon. It was very, very refreshing, so much so that I got two of them. Once I was done with the first, I got another. I enjoyed it as I sat on the swings outside in that covered courtyard area. My favorite find is actually connected to this coffee shop. You think that coffee and a seating area and great drinks would be it, but it's not. You have to walk up to see this special little find. Up near the door, but kind of tucked in a corner, is a little self-serve flower cart. There were different sizes of bouquets with different prices shown next to the groups of bouquets. There was a Venmo QR code and a cash box in order to pay for your flowers. It was so sweet and really was the cherry on top of the whole experience at this local coffee shop. I'll have to share pictures of this flower cart on my social media So make sure to check it out at Ashland's Apron. Thank you for joining me today. I really want to encourage those of you with osteoporosis or those at risk to share this podcast. You can screenshot this podcast and post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Either way, will help to show others with osteoporosis or those with risk factors to come across this episode so that it can help them with their health. I'm really so thankful that you came to give me a listen today, and I can't wait for next time.